Hello, my name is Lizzie Palmer and this is another episode of Lunar Poetry Shorts. Today I'm in my house and I'm joined by the poet Amir Darwish. Hello Amir. Hello Lizzie. How are you? I'm fine. Not <laughs> Good. Down. Nice to see you. Um, so as we always do with the short podcasts, we will start with a poem, please. Stand up and walk. Breathe in and hold your breath. Keep your head up. Place two hands on the floor and push your body into a standing position. Wipe your feet clean. Watch out for dust between the toes. Then breathe out and walk. Do it now. Please, stand up and walk. Great, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, So my first question, as it always is, is why poetry? Uh, Poetry... uh, as a tool, of course, to use the the gift of language a human humans have, it provides a channel to to assemble language in a way that can express happiness, uh, sadness, grief, or and other emotion emotional states humans have. Yeah. So. And it also allows to say too much, in little, and too little in too many words. So that's that's uh, what for me makes poetry yeah. different. Great. <laughs> yeah. um, so, what have been your main influences as a writer? As a as a writer and uh, as a poet, uh, that will be nature and people, for me, the main influences for sure. As it is difficult to get what man uh, makes or human makes to be done by nature. Or the other way around, uh, nature also cannot uh, make uh, sometimes what the humans make. Uh, I don't know if a, if a tree can make a car. Uh, that's not possible. But humans can make car, and the same way, humans cannot make a mountain. They can plant a tree, but not make a tree. So that that's why I've got these two influences, me, because they are distinct, particular and different where that uniqueness in both uh, makes them uh, interesting and always influence me yeah mm. great um, and do you do you perform your poetry much uh, I do uh, particularly in festivals events uh, and uh, perhaps in, in, in poetry festivals mainly mm. where it's happening where I perform my poetry yeah uh, I'm not sure about the performing the poetry or reading the poetry uh, I'm myself confused between the two at the moment okay I want to decide for myself whether I'm performing a poem or reading it yeah okay and do you have any influences when it comes to the performance side of poetry yeah, if my senses picks up certain things while while uh, in the sitting, mm-hmm. then that will influence. Uh, depends on the people there, the audience. If there are poets, uh, the number of audience, of course, the space. That's all will will influence how I read. Yeah, so you kind of get a feel for it as you go. Yeah, yeah. I'll get a feel for it as I go, and perhaps it will connect to your uh, last, the, the one before last question where. Uh, to decide whether it's going to be more like performance like or mm. more like a reading yeah yeah great um, mm. um on that note should we have another poem please? yeah thank sure. you
the brain sometimes it chews itself into a walnut or a fig full of seeds when halved other times it's a poet searching for a word sharp as an arabian sword thank you um so i've read your um your collection don't forget the couscous mm -hmm. um and it seems that much of your poetry is influenced quite heavily by your Middle Eastern identity um, mm. and your use of imagery, uh, sorry, imagery and iconography around this is very strong um, and very beautifully written as well. Um, so I was just wondering if that is simply to communicate a sense of what your home is like or whether there are different intentions behind that. Mm. that that's probably the most interesting question so far and uh, well they were all interesting but to <laughs> the start, least fake <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah uh, the the perhaps to comment first on the expression of Middle Eastern identity for me it becomes boring uh, thing when it's identity or the concept of identity sticks to a singular column mm -hmm. and they cling, cling to it tightly whereas uh, equally, it becomes a, a point of positive curiosity and interest when 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 one applies the multiplicity to it. Uh, for example, if someone writes in the morning, then goes to yoga class, then eats kebab, then meets an Arab friends for shisha before goes back home to English girlfriend or mm -hmm. English wife, that will open much wider uh, kind of uh, ocean of curiosities. Uh, rather than just being with a certain identity. That said, I think references in my in my poetry to to the to that Middle Eastern identity you mentioned uh, signals my failing to <laughs> to, to <laughs> explore that multiplicity which I'm working on at the moment. Uh, it it wouldn't be as uh, as offense to home as such, or um, there's references to home uh, with these uh, iconographies, icon as you call them. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, wonderful word. Uh, but more to offer a lens into the culture, cultural background I come from. That's uh, more so uh, the use of these references. Yeah. yeah. So you're from Syria? Like yes, I'm yeah. a Syrian Kurd. Syrian Kurd, okay. Yes. Um, so do you find, I mean, how long have you been in, in London for now? London, I've moved to London uh, in December. Okay. Uh, December last year, 2015. Yeah. So do you, have you found that, that those influences we were speaking about and the images and iconography, has that become apparent in your poetry more since you've been away from there? Or has it always been, been a factor in your writing? It has become more, of course, when mm. I am away from there. Uh, nostalgia and always uh, the past experiences for for poet or person they mm. will always play a part in life. So they have become a more more uh, since I left the place. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. So we've already mentioned your collection. Mm. Um, could you maybe tell us a bit more about what else you've got going on at the moment in terms of projects and work? <coughs> Uh, at the moment, I've got. Uh, I'm working on an autobiographical novel or narrative, with the name "From Aleppo Without Love," 
as in with a novel from Russia without love, mm -hmm. from Russia with love. Um, it is the project, of course, uh, that speaks of, of uh, childhood uh, experiences uh, and it centers around the 1980s, 1990s Aleppo in northern Syria and up until my departure from Syria, which is in 1997 or 1998, around that time. Uh, it finds several themes as an anti-patriarchy in the Arab world, uh, pro-feminism. Um, that's mainly my main concern at the moment, that work. Uh, my Almost my entire attention is around it. And apart from that, I've got a few festivals, perhaps they're coming up, but uh, Teesside, Tea Junction Festival in the Northeast, uh, Bradford Literary Festival and Ledbury uh, Poetry Festival, Literary Festival. So that's that's what's uh, going on at the moment. Great. Um, so maybe we could have our third and final poem. Yeah, sure. <coughs> Dream. You are in a beautiful place. Dusk strikes. The grass quakes beneath your feet. In the distance, a gazelle gazes. The trees roar with winds. Branches clap and leaves swing right, left and centre to embrace the muddy soil. The dark mountain has a snowy peak, as if a bottle of milk was spilt on the black table. Everything in this vision must stay this way. The phone rings, the dream ends, never mind, tonight you'll fall asleep again and go back there. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, so I was just wondering if you have any recommendations for our listeners um, to go and check out, and it doesn't necessarily have to be poetry, uh, it could be um, some other kind of literature or theatre, um, anything that you've seen recently that you found to be interesting. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think people can read what whatever they like, of course. <laughs> um, the very thought to tell people what to read is a good enough reminder and thankfully that we are in a, in a country that offers freedom of speech, freedom of choice and we are free to read whatever. Of course. Uh, 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 the, but uh, having said that, the, the beautiful way the Lebanese philosopher and painter and artist Jibran Khalil Jibran knitted words in his work The Prophet uh, perhaps is a uh, it's a wonderful work to look at. So Jibran's Khalid Jibran uh, book, The Prophet, is an interesting one. Yeah. Great. Is that one that you've read recently, or? I've I've looked at recently, okay. and I've read uh, before, and uh, he ha he had uh, such a great gift of di to dilute big ideas into mm -hmm. see-through glass of water for people to drink. And uh, Jobran does that. Right. That's yeah. a lovely way of putting it. <laughs> That's great. So finally, where can people find out more about your work, uh, aside from attending all the festivals that you'll be reading at this year? The, I am active on social media, okay. Facebook and Twitter. So I often uh, tweet uh, where my work is being published or what's, what will be published next. Yeah and where I'll be attending to read. So 
My Facebook is Amil Darwish and Twitter account is Darwish underscore Amil. Great. So as usual, we'll put those links uh, underneath the video on the YouTube link. So Thank you. I think that's it. Thanks very much. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Lovely thanks. to talk to you. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Bye bye.